Crypto Vibes Podcast, your weekly recap of news of what's happened in the world of crypto and Web3. It's always a moving target, and this week is no different. It is week 35 of 2022. This is episode 25. I am your host, Neil Alonzo, and before we dive into everything, we have a few disclosures. We are not financial advisors, wealth managers, lawyers, brokers, or CPAs. We're merely sharing information that we gather throughout the week to condense it and make it easier for you in a short podcast. Now, not all the headlines that we talk about is all the news for the week. Those are located in our show notes at CryptoPodcast.xyz for both everything we cite and everything that was left out of the podcast. And to kick off this week for our thought, one of the big topics that people have been talking about, there's a lot of topics every week, but in this particular case, there's a question of why do metaverse graphics suck? Well, if you look back at the history of design when it comes to engineering, it's never been a priority for most. And that's okay because they're working on the technology side of things. There's also an argument for the fact that the hardware and bandwidth is just not there to handle the type of graphics that we would like to see and that would have been kind of marketed to us, right? So in that particular case, there's just a lot that has to happen before graphics can improve. The unfortunate side of it, and this is something that people like Steve Jobs knew, is that if you make it look pretty, more people want to use it. More people want to buy it. More people see value in it. So it's just like when you order sushi. Sushi is just as much about presentation as it is about the ingredients itself. And there's been a number of headlines on Coindesk and Decrypt.co about spending $177 billion and the graphics kind of suck. Again, it's more about the ingredients of what's under the hood right now. But if Steve Jobs were around, you could argue that he would be focusing on how it looked as much and maybe reducing a few of the features. But to kick off our week with news, we found this to be pretty cool. So A16Z, Andreas and Horowitz, they released an article called This Can't Be Evil NFT Licenses. The short version is, it's their way of creating creative commons, but for NFTs. So definitely click through the link in our show notes because there's another article that this kind of falls in step with. Bored Apes, Moonbirds have, quote, misled buyers on NFT IP rights, Galaxy Digital Report. So again, take a look at these two links in our show notes. Crypto.com sues woman after sending her 10 million by mistake per report. I guess she went on a spending spree after she received the crypto. Here's the thing. If you receive 10 million in crypto and it was supposed to be, let's say 10 bucks or a hundred bucks, you think you know better as a human, right? The FBI asked DeFi platforms to increase security measures, warns crypto investors against vulnerabilities. Yeah. I mean, it almost seems like a duh moment, but Hey, they should step it up. Right. And a bit of crypto bill, regulation bill that's close to us because we are located in California. California Assembly passes crypto regulation bill that requires bank-issued stablecoins. Now, that's the headline. But underneath, there's more to it than that. So California is going to be you know, enacting legislation that has to do and regulation with crypto in the state. So we're all for it. We look forward to getting whatever accreditation we need to continue mining out of our home state even though we're going to be putting miners in other places. Yeah, this is a good thing in the long, long-term view. It is a good thing. Might be a little bit of a pain at first, but yeah. Tech firms race to hire policy leaders, triggering ripple effects across Washington. So 
it isn't just California. Everywhere is getting some form of regulation, and more people have to double down on their resources in order to see how they're going to color within the lines. And some unfortunate news, Snap's Web3 team, apparent victim of 20% downsize. Yeah, that's not a good thing. Any Ethereum forks won't be supported, says NFT marketplace OpenSea ahead of the merge. So that's interesting, right? For those of you who are wanting to see some Ethereum forks happen and hope that they would be adopted. Binance is under investigation over Bank Secrecy Act per report. The headline of this reads, very LA. So Jeremy Falls, probably nothing, hosted a meetup on steroids for supporters and NFT holders at the iconic Canner's Deli on Fairfax. I'm a big fan of Canner's Deli, especially the late night eats. But in true LA fashion, this was a happening of very influential people in one spot. So it's going to be interesting to see how more of this shakes out. It's a cool article. Check it out. The link is to identifyla.com because... Cantor's is on Fairfax. And just for those of you who don't know, Fairfax is very much like Haight and Ashbury in San Francisco. It is the street where Supreme's on. It is the street where the hundreds are at. So it is definitely culture-driven in terms of youth culture and tastemakers. Indonesia to establish crypto stock exchange by 2022, per report. Big Ethereum mining pool Ethermine launches staking service ahead of the merge. This is pretty interesting. So for those of you who are looking at how staking is going to work, this is going to be one of your options. The Ethereum name service touts third highest monthly revenue as merge approaches. In a lawsuit, Michael Saylor of MicroStrategy owes $100 million plus of damages from back DC taxes. This is being sued, so we'll see how it plays out. The link is to blockworks.co article. Coinbase mispricing allows users in Georgia to cash out for 100 times the rate. I mean, yeah, that's an interesting one. This is a Coindesk article. Helium proposes shifting its entire network to Solana blockchain months after the $200 million raise. That's a pretty big shift, but I'm sure they have their reasons. Nifty Gateway wants NFT curators to sell art with, quote, publisher's pilot. So this is a very interesting type of value proposition. Essentially, discovery engines are, and this is what we believe as well, will be the focus as we move towards more Web3 and creators getting involved because discovery engines is what we're going to need more of since creators are going to have more ownership of their content and what they create. And our last bit of news for the week, Eminem and Snoop Dogg, board apes at VMAs, get jeers from NFT critics. Yeah, the animation of it all wasn't as solid as gorillas but jamie hewlett i mean he's made a career out of doing that he's done an amazing job the toshin book from jamie hewlett of gorillas is amazing i mean i would think that eminem and snoop dogg working with bored apes would wait a little longer to really hone in on the animation but at the same rate they're putting it out there done is better than perfect sometimes we'll see how it all works out well, those are the headlines that we have for this week. Again, it's not all the news that happened during the week, but both what we didn't talk about and what we did talk about, you can find on CryptoPodcast.xyz with links to all the information because there's definitely a lot more news that came out this week that you might find interesting. If you found value in what we're doing, please share value. Who doesn't like to share value with others? This podcast is brought to you by Fort Brox. We are a crypto mining company. We'd like to thank Good Soup Music for that intro and outro song. 
We are cautiously optimistic and hopefully pessimistic on crypto. Hope you have a great Labor Day weekend.